This is Fufara, where the little things are a big deal. Coming at you from our rooms, I mean studios, in Seattle and Dallas. We're your hosts and lifestyle gurus, Maddie and Tara. Okay, now I think we're recording. Okay, we're ready. Yeah, we're ready. Wow. Whew, take a deep breath. Hello, everybody. Hi, everyone. <laughs> one, one person who watches this. Hi. <laughs> Hello. Thank you for watching, um, or sorry, listening, to be more listening. specific. Okay. Yeah, listening. Welcome mm-hmm. to the inaugural show of Bufara. Um, For those of yeah. you who don't know, it's hosted by me, Tara Vassan. Yes, and me, Maddie. Yes. Hello, yeah. everyone. Um, <laughs> in case you don't know how to spell fufara, which is okay because I didn't either. It's F. I didn't even know what the word meant. I know, I know, <laughs> but it's such a very it's interesting, fascinating, funny word that yes. I think is very apropos for what our show is apropos. going to be about. Yes, apropos. Tara, we're on <laughs> break right now. I can't take all these like fancy words. You know, William and Mary never leaves you, and we're two intellectuals. Just yes, and it's great that our intellectual conversations now are open to the public. We should charge for this kind yeah. of uh, content. Know. You know, it's like Einstein and Isaac Newton, like in a room. You exactly. know what I mean? Like it's yeah. just like a lot for people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So take it one episode at a time. Yes. yes. Sorry. Continue. What you were Sorry. You'll find that we like to digress a lot, but that's the beauty of the yeah. show. But yeah. Fufara, F-O-O-F-A-R-A-W, is a word that I think originated from the South, and it's a word that means much ado about nothing, or a big fuss over small or minor or trivial details. And right now, I think our whole purpose of the show is making small details into big big things that we tackle Mm -hmm. and we're trying to show them that there's so much beneath the surface you know yes the iceberg very apropos apropos Apropos. there it is again yes exactly (laughs) apropos if our if before wasn't the name of our show I think our show would be named apropos yeah it kind of rhymes too it's very it's very fitting yeah yes um, I heard Fufara in um, the Disney classic movie, Apple Dumpling Gang, if you've ever. I highly recommend it. No, that's just you. Uh, th- uh, that's just me? <laughs> this is no, you. We're try- no one else on this planet has ever heard of this movie, Tara. Well, it's a classic, um, not, just, ju- not just by my standards, by okay. a lot of people. And you will learn that I am a film slash chocolate connoisseur. Mm-hmm. But it's not on Disney+. Plus. It is because it's a classic, Maddie. It is on it. It yes, because okay, Disney okay. too agrees okay. that it is a classic. <laughs> that was the real test. Then I suppose yes, it is. Yeah, and it passed. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. All yes. right. Okay, should we get to our first our first story? Of our the first day? story. Yes, let's get down to business, which is yeah. also a Disney reference from Mulan. Yes, I like that. We we fit them in whenever we can. Yes, we can. Yeah. Yes, we will. Um. Well, the reason why we are able to record this at mm-hmm. in the afternoon on a Friday, Tara, is because we are on extended break right now. Really? 
We are, in fact. Oh, interesting. Yes, I don't know if you knew this. Um, because the coronavirus is sweeping the world, not even the oh, nation. The world, yeah. Which is very sad. And we can't ignore it because that's why we're recording this. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just found out yesterday about the the fact that we're going to be online the rest mm-hmm. of the semester. Yeah. So it's crazy. I, I, I feel so bad for our seniors. Like... It's just so crazy. I mean, this is going to be something that's in the history books, like exactly a where were you moment, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, like even if you're young and healthy, you still have to be inside, right? Yeah, I've been trying to find ways to keep myself occupied and busy yeah. around the house, and that has nothing to do with actually doing work or productive stuff. Of course, that is off the table for me. But I found my brother's Lego set, and I'm oh, building rectangular it. houses. So I think I may switch my major to becoming an architect because I just have a God-given talent for building uh, rectangular houses from Legos. They're just houses that are rectangularly shaped? Yeah. And you know, Maddie, they're just so geometrically complex. I wouldn't expect a lot of people (laughs) to comprehend it, but... I applaud you for actually going out there and doing something because I've done very little. I applaud myself too. I mean, this is, you know, we're living, we really are living one of these moments that are going to be recorded in history. People are going to ask us about, and you know, it's very strange. And it makes me realize that like, you know, I think it, it's also something that's very unifying, right? Yes. It's like everyone's having this common experience, no matter your race or sexuality or political affiliation, everyone's having the same experience. And, you know, in a way it's kind of bringing us together to fight this kind of common enemy. Um, so, you know, I'm just trying to look at the right side of it. Yeah, here, here. What should we talk about next? Let's talk about your squirrel conspiracy. Squirrel conspiracy? It's not a conspiracy, Maddie. It's a fact. Okay, okay your squirrel fact. For the longest time, squirrels and I have not gotten along. And All that's squirrels just the ones at William Mary. This is important. Particularly the ones at yeah. William and Mary. They are... <sighs> They are a cruel species. Yes. They are, as I like to say, nature's assassins. Nature's assassins. Are yes. Yeah. They have malicious intentions mm-hmm. and they're government spies just because of their natural ability to creep everyone out. I, I just don't trust that. I just don't mm-hmm. like the way they move. I, it makes me uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I think the government hires mm-hmm. squirrels to keep an eye on people they can climb trees and look in through windows they can break in mm-hmm. by just i don't know digging holes and what are they looking for oh maddie just just name something they're looking for everything they're looking for dirt on us as humans and one of these yeah. days we shouldn't be afraid of artificial intelligence we should be afraid of si squirrel intelligence okay because right. one of these days they're going to get tired of working for the government and then just overthrow us it will be nuts indeed and have you noticed that there are no rabbits on campus See, this is the second part of the theory and I can debunk this because I have personally seen, I think, two rabbits in Williamsburg. So two. Two. Two is not enough to disqualify this argument. Okay. Okay. Lay it I've out, seen it out. I will I would be happy to. I <laughs> have seen armies of squirrels every day. 
just asserting their dominance on campus for no apparent reason and needless. And I've only seen one rabbit on campus and I've roamed the campus for almost a year. So I feel it's a bit suspicious and Mm -hmm. weird that you see all this vegetation and lush greenery around you, but no rabbits. Yeah, I mean, now that you've awakened me to this reality, Mm-hmm. It is rather strange. And I just looked up what a group of squirrels were called because I thought an army of squirrels would be pretty good, but it's a scurry. Exactly. A scurry sounds much more suspicious and peculiar. Scurry, like they're scurrying around. Like, it just sounds ominous. Quiet everybody. It does sound ominous, yes. Yeah. Scurry. Ugh. 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 They are scary. Like, I have had multiple instances where I'm walking and I'm walking around campus and I get out of the way. Like, I see a squirrel five feet ahead and I like <laughs> actively avoid it because they're they're like they are running everywhere they have more energy than anything or anyone I've ever seen like they are they you don't know what they're, they're unpredictable you just don't know what they're gonna do exactly and they're they're, they, they're very shifty mm-hmm. absolutely absolutely so you know every every school's got their thing yeah and definitely squirrels are our thing <laughs> I suspect that Rabbits are the squirrel's natural adversary, and the government struck a deal with the squirrel saying that we can give you free range on the William & Mary campus Mm -hmm. um, as long as the rabbits are kept at bay and are moved and relocated to somewhere else so there wouldn't be as much conflict. Who knows? I I feel sometimes that they're trying to send me messages. Uh Can I talk to you? Exactly. And we can't ignore their pleas for help. Okay. So the bunnies are like the good guys. The bunnies? Who? Why would a bunny ever be malicious? A bunny has done nothing. Yeah. It's capable of no harm. They just multiply. This is true. This yeah. is true. I hadn't thought of it like that. But yeah, definitely if I was faced with a choice of a squirrel or a rabbit, I'd definitely choose a rabbit for sure. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. Well, we'll keep you updated on this, mm-hmm. the progression of this theory. Uh, well, what have I told you, Maddie? It's not a theory. It's a fact. <laughs> it's a fact. It's fact. I demand for it to be recognized as a fact. Yes. Um, but yeah, you, you came up with this a while ago. It just spoke to you. Like, this is one of the first things you were telling me about. I, I think. think they made me their messenger. Yeah, you are the, the, the mouthpiece. For, for rabbits. For the rabbits. I'm sure there's a better way we can phrase that. <laughs> well, I don't think there is. I think it's I'm the voice. I'm like the Lorax. You know, he speaks for the trees. I yeah. am the the rabax. I speak for the rabbits. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's an honor. It is an honor. It's also very dangerous because a lot of squirrels have me on their blacklist. So. Right. They know you. They know who you are, and you have to avoid that area. Well, Mm -hmm. luckily, you know, we won't be there for a while, so. Yeah. Okay, now we have to talk about, I think you know, it's time to talk about. Oh, yes, the elephant in the room. The elephant in the room. We were all thinking of it. The emoji musical. The emoji in the room, pardon me. Emoji in the room, which is the emoji of a big elephant. Okay, so what is this? So... Let's explain. So this is called Emoji Land the Musical. 
and the cast album just came out like last month and it is not affiliated with the emoji movie these are different things except they both involve emojis it's called emoji land i think i mentioned that it just has to be said multiple times to be believed emoji <laughs> land. all these emojis yeah and they live in a, I guess a smartphone and they're like scared oh of the update that's going to happen, which I have not seen the emoji movie, but from when I've heard of the emoji movie, this looks the same, but they are different apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to read you the description on YouTube for this musical. Emoji land is an electric ensemble piece about a diverse community of archetypes who take one another at face value. Do you get wow. it? Face- Another pun. That's good. A smiling face dealing with depression. A princess who doesn't want a prince. A skull dying for deletion. A nerd face too smart for his own good. A face with sunglasses who can't see past his own reflection. And a police officer and construction worker who just want to work together. When a software update threatens to destroy life as they know it, Emoji Land faces the most fundamental questions a society and a heart can face. Who are we and who matters? The smiley face emoji on your phone, according to this musical, is depressed. Okay, I'm going to play this trailer. Yes, please do. Okay. a poop emoji too <laughs> i like her costume <laughs> yeah her costume is actually pretty clever i think we should also talk about the compliment to this like a kind of something yeah. to contrast this which is cat right but they made it into just a mortifying movie well, you you like you like the musical because I didn't see like. Did you well, see it? I've I've never seen it on Broadway, but yeah. I've seen it as a whole, like as a musical, filmed as if it were a musical. Just before, okay. um, yeah. So I haven't seen the movie, but I have seen the musical um, mm-hmm. filmed. And although I I find the idea of humans portraying cats a very a, a bit off putting. I did like some of the songs and I appreciate the artistry that went into producing and directing the show, but the movie just seemed like a very far fetched idea. And I've heard people describe it as a 10th circle of hell. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think? You actually saw the movie. I had the displeasure. (laughs) The displeasure. Of watching Cats and it is an hour and a half. I will never get back of my life. <laughs> like, Aww. I know I'm dramatic, but it was awful. Like, really awful. Like, oh my god! And it's just like it's just like boring, awful. Like, I I went because I didn't I didn't think it was going to be good, right? Mm-hmm. I went with friends. I was like, oh, this is going to be hilarious. No, it was just like bad. It was just like bad and boring. <laughs> and I was like, like it was probably the worst movie I've ever seen. Like, just bizarre. Mm-hmm. Like, you're just thinking the whole time, like, why did they sign up for this? Like, Judy Dench is out here telling me, like, my cat, I need to listen to, like, my cat's name, something about, she looks at, right in the camera at the end, she's like, you need to listen to your cat. Your cat is, like, 
wants a name or has a name or has three names. So I'm not naming your cat. And I'm just like, <laughs> I was just like waiting for it to end so bad. I was just like, please stop talking, Judy, because I need to leave. Like, oh my God, it was so bad. You actually survived though. And right, you get like a t-shirt. Like <laughs> I survived cats. Yes. Yeah. I really should because that would justify the ticket price. Maybe mm-hmm. if I like a t-shirt out of it, maybe. But wow. What a catastrophe. It was a catastrophe. Exactly. So I, what would you buy if you were like, you had like billions of dollars? Uh, that's really a good question. I would mm-hmm. buy a movie theater. I and like that I'd idea. Screen a bunch of movies that I liked. I think, I, I, think I think I'd buy Godiva. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> or like a cacao okay. plantation and try to develop a cacao plantation. Is that called a farm? A cacao plantation? <laughs> no, Maddie, farms farm is a crude term when you're talking about chocolate. Okay. You have a chocolate is a very delicate process to make. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And also to to harvest. The mm-hmm. cacao plant, the sacred cacao plant. And I'm going to look into investing my money to see whether there could be a white cacao plant one day because white chocolate is my favorite type of chocolate. And yes, it is a very real chocolate. I didn't say it wasn't. Oh, your face but said it all. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you would choose, okay, we got to talk about this now. Godiva. Godiva. I always pronounce it Godiva because I'm uneducated. Mm-hmm. Godiva. A common common mistake. Common mistake. Um, but yes, it's Godiva. Godiva. Okay. Over Lint or Ghirardelli or any of the other ones. So why is that one the best one? Have you tasted it? <laughs> yeah, I tasted it. <laughs> um, but my, my stupid tongue can't like decipher between the nice mm-hmm. chocolates. It's all just like Hershey mm-hmm. and not Hershey to me. Yeah. yeah. You know, some people are piano virtuosos. Some people can dream of mathematical equations in their head. I was gifted with chocolate, knowing chocolate, understanding chocolate. So if we did like a taste test. Yes. And we blindfolded you. Mm-hmm. Would you be able to tell what company it was from? I would. Oh my, that's quite a claim. I've test. been, yes, I've been to many a chocolate tasting in my day. Okay. Would you like yours dark? Milk or white. Yeah. Yeah, so you're a white chocolate person then. I am. Okay. Well, we'll need to test that sometime where we, we blindfold you and, like, make you taste chocolate. That would be the best day ever, wouldn't it? I can also – well, uh, this is an overstatement, but sometimes I think I've convinced myself that I can taste the percentage of cacao in, you know, like, 50% <laughs> dark like chocolate, 70% yeah. dark chocolate. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Okay, we'll see. Like the technical level, I would be yeah. astonished if you knew but you could memorize it. So we'd have to like really surprise you because mm-hmm. we wouldn't want you memorizing the ingredients or anything like that. But we would like, yeah, taste test, and you yeah. you would tell us what percent of it's real chocolate, whatever, real cocoa bean, right? Is that how they word it? Yeah, yeah. Wow, or, you have like the best, I, yeah, taste buds out there. Thank you. Uh, I was, I was blessed. What else can I say? Um, uh, I can also taste like different water brands. So I can tell if it's Dasani or Aquafina or Evian. Yeah. Okay. We definitely need, now I'm like amazed. 
<laughs> we actually have to do a taste test. Could you tell between like Fiji, like all all the different brands? It it had to be the brand. Well, it has to be brands that I'm very familiar with. Uh, I have not. Since I'm poor, I haven't really encountered Fiji all that often. <laughs> but <laughs> I feel I haven't had Fiji all that often either. But when I do have it, I always feel very sophisticated, very mm-hmm. much like a celebrity. Very, it's so weird too. It's just water. How does water like get that kind of status symbol? I don't know. I guess it's because it's universal. It's very enigmatic. It, it's made yeah, out of like two different. Um, elements right and what are the elements like air and fire like what I almost it? failed chemistry so um yeah, hydrogen it. and oxygen oh, I, was thinking, I was thinking like the four elements like from avatar. <laughs> like, to avatar th- territory <laughs> um, I don't know anything about avatar other than that that's it fire bending water the bending. elements I didn't need to go to chemistry or anything like that I already knew the elements so <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly wow. See, there's my theory, though. If you increase the price on something, it just becomes, you know, a luxury item. And your view mm-hmm. of it, like, becomes more like, like, because PG's like five bucks a bottle or something, you're just like, oh my gosh, like, that's for the celebrities. Like, that's for the rich people, you know? Yeah. It becomes very exclusive. <laughs> and, and the, the packaging. Mm-hmm. Right. And the nice packaging. Very sleek. What about boxed water? Wasn't that Jane Smith's thing? Where, like, he, like, was going to team up with boxed water or something? usually associate boxes and cartons with milk but I it's a new it's a new trend which is I think aims to be environmentally friendly so yes okay I googled it and he has a brand called just water that looks like water water. what else would they put in water usually electrolytes (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know what that means preservatives preservative no I don't know what electrolytes are what they do something about sweating something about exercise Gatorade I picture them like little like fireflies like in your water exactly me too yeah but I couldn't taste the difference between like tap and like Dasani but I definitely want to test your taste buds Mm -hmm. at this point Mm -hmm. definitely okay should we what what topic would you like to discuss next oh that's a good question I have that that topic on that woman who um, I don't even think it's political, right? I don't think it's political. I think it's pretty bipartisan. This is pretty weird. Um, this woman, she's a Washington Post columnist. Her name is Jennifer Rubin, and she said that uh, Republicans we're going to be more likely than Democrats to die of the coronavirus because Republicans watch Fox News and Fox News, in her opinion, is not portraying the coronavirus, excuse me, as an emergency. And therefore, Republicans are going to be ill-prepared and they're going to die Um, versus Democrats. uh, This is her quote. Which party immediately canceled all of their rallies? Which party immediately started having their political figures really portray and use their lives as an example? I think she meant lives. Lives as an example. (laughs) Democrats. So I hate to put it this way, but there will be less Democrat deaths because there will be less mass mass gatherings. Um, So 
like I said before, Jennifer, uh, this is a time that we can all come together as Americans mm-hmm. and fight this thing. And it's not, the, the, the virus doesn't discriminate, right? I mean, truly, um, it doesn't care if you're a Republican or a Democrat, right? And to just put it in these terms of like, oh, if you're a Republican, you know, then therefore you're watching Fox News, which is like super dumb. And therefore you're going to die because of that. And the Democrats are so smart and they're actually like, you know, taking taking efforts to to stop the virus and therefore they're going to let I mean just like why put it in those terms that's so unhelpful it's divisive and it implies that republicans are dumb and I, I think that's really stupid I mean just just we're all out here just trying to survive and make mm-hmm. it and Jennifer that was not helpful so yeah this has been very serious discussion here i know i didn't think for i was capable in our first episode of really? Pitch. So, okay, I have I have a question for you that's less serious. Yes. You don't have social media. I don't. I don't. I live in a cave. I, mean, I know, but I like that, though, because I've got so many times, I'm like, I need to delete Instagram, you know? I'm on it all the time. How, like, how do you do it? Like, why I guess. Tell me. Um, My mom puts the fearing of God into me on multiple <laughs> occasions. So I think from a young age, I've been brought up with a very strict, not censorship, but I guess I, I was just not brought up with social media. I was never really introduced to it. Um, and despite everyone else having an account, I, I'm lazy, so I never really wanted to go out and get one. Right. And I also have nothing interesting to post, too. So it just seemed like extra work I was creating for myself. Mm-hmm. And But I do not like being disconnected all the time because – for the long, it takes me a long time to catch up with the news and what's happening in the world. Uh, I used to think Instagram was a unit of measurement, like used for space. Before I found out that it was, you didn't know it was a social media site. Yeah, no, yeah. Before I found it was a social media site. Oh, you That's how like, ignorant I was. Was like using rulers on their phone. I just thought Instagram, Instagram. Wow, they found a new way to measure. I don't know, stars, like, in the universe at, like, such, wow. such gargantuan proportions can be now quantified. Wow, that's great. And people yeah. are really taking an interest in it. But no, no, no it, it's not. No. Do you ever want to have one, like, now that? Maybe you- one day if I learn how to cook well or if I ever know how to contour my face correctly. Right. something. <laughs> To show the world. <laughs> that, was, that so fascinates me when I heard you didn't have social media because I just, it just feels like a given that everybody would have it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and want to use it. And it is a little bit, I think, yeah. sounds like an old person. But it is, a, I think, a little bit of an addiction because it's like, once you start, I, it's, it's, there's, I don't know, I, at least for me, like, I feel like, oh, I, like, if I stop now, like I'm going to be missing out on all these connections that I've mm-hmm. made with so many people. But it's like, how many connections can you really have over like a social media site, you know? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It's, it really fascinates me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, yes. Also, the new lingo that I think teens used uh like yeet i i only recently we had a conversation about this earlier i only recently understood what a yeet or yeet was like y e e t for those of you who are equally unsure like me but 
I think it's just like an exclamation like hark or yeah yeah I'd say that's that's the way I when see you're it specifically applied to when you're throwing things right yes you know I, I think... thought it was a vegetable Rhymes <laughs> <laughs> with meat uh, yeah it seemed like a very exotic vegetable like that would be made from making some signed some kind of soup or something like extract of yeet yeah <laughs> this is probably where our conversations go and this is why we wanted to film them because we'll talk about something serious for like 10 minutes and then we'll mm-hmm. be on yeet and if it's a vegetable <laughs> and just, our, the world needed to see it because I feel like everybody I know has social media and it's like you can be a teenager and an adult and not have social media like I like I that sounds so old of me but I really like I don't know I guess I'm living proof I'm the eighth wonder of the world that's right (laughs) (laughs) but it's no secret that I kind of live under a rock you know which I I guess one day I'll branch out I'll find new things I mean you went you went across the country to go to school I mean you're right you were exposed I live under a very big rock (laughs) and the whole country it's a flexible expansive rock Uh Mm uh-huh it's like a like the shells on turtles that they always bring yes exactly that's I didn't know I don't know why I didn't say shell earlier it's a shell (laughs) that's what you remind me with your your hat I got it from Epcot I'm wearing it for good luck for our first show yeah and it kind of reminds me of like a shell I don't know Whenever I am feeling down, I just wear this over my head and I instantly feel better. My spirits are lifted. um, The heavy blankets people wear, you know, when they like get anxious. How does that work? Like, I don't know. I I think it kind of psychologically, and this is far-fetched, but it kind of resembles a hug in a way, like someone uh encompassing you with warmth and it's it's mirrored through a blanket so people feel better super curious about that but also I I feel like I'd wake up one morning and like struggle to get out of it and it'd be like sad (laughs) it'd be like like, you know what I mean I'd like be panicking how I can't get out of it so it's a two-way street I think of blankets as cocoons you know yeah cocoons yeah Yeah. when I go to sleep I wrap myself in my blanket and then I I hibernate no not hibernate it's not the right word metamorphosize um (laughs) overnight and then when I wake up I wake up in a completely different way that when I go to the mirror as soon as I wake up in the morning I can't recognize whether that's a girl or boy That's what blankets do. They change you, you know, your physical appearance, at least for me. Because you're just like so, so yeah, up in it. It's just, I'm groggy. Different though, when they just wake up, like their hair is not, their Mm -hmm. hair is crazy and, you know, your breath is bad. It's just not a good time. (laughs) I feel like my voice just goes down two octaves. Yeah. Right when I get get up. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what it is. I think blankets are the culprit. If we slept without blankets, maybe that would solve our problems in the morning. I don't think so. I think this is one of your theories that is very incorrect. Because then you'd be freezing and 
you'd be you'd still be tossing and turning. Maybe you would be tossing and turning, <laughs> but I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'll, I'll test it out. As an intellectual, Maddie, I will uh-huh. test my hypothesis out. Okay. All right. I'll make an if-then statement, too. If-then. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where you're getting this theory from, but um, I, I applaud you. We got to test out your taste buds, though, for sure. We got to, mm-hmm. like, give you some samples of water and yeah. we definitely that. And chocolates, because... Mm-hmm. If you're just like some sort of like personified computer who knows exactly how to each brand and stuff like that, I'm gonna be amazed. We're gonna have to hide you from like scientists, like an ET. Yeah, this show will show you whether I am a freak of nature or just a freak. (laughs) I think that's a a very important distinction that I'm also curious to find out about which category I am. (laughs) Wow. I want to. Well, I have learned a many of things, and I hope you have too. I learned a many a thing as well. Yes, about our world, and we provide um, just fantastic fighting commentary on the issues of yeah. our day. Mm-hmm. Um, we are total experts, so take everything we say very seriously. Exactly. <laughs> use it to make decisions. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I got my PhD from... Uh, office max so excellent my word is gospel yeah Mm -hmm. yeah I should make my phd too yeah it's really easy I can send you the template that would be great (laughs) 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 and then just like frame it and just put it in your background Mm -hmm. I love that that's such a good that's such a good life hack you guys (laughs) (laughs) yes one of the many hacks you will learn I don't know why our show to like go get their PhD like I literally could make one for you for you know yeah so exactly yeah okay well um tune in next time yes foo for us foo for you foo for y'all oh my god is that like yeah I I was just experimenting I'll be experimenting as the show goes on to see what feels right as the show goes on we will get better at time management we'll get better at commentating this is just for fun yeah. it's just for us to get our mind racing and moving during a period of time which is going to be very strange mm-hmm. and provide some levity because obviously this is I feel like I need to say this because we've had some laughs but it is very serious what's happening um and make sure everybody's staying inside um we will get through it through we laughter. Will go through I think it. We'll get through, yes. through laughter. That's why we need Fufura right now. Exactly. Um, we'll start up again next week, won't we? Yeah, we will. We'll yes. be there. Okay, Our cool. next topics are also as fascinating, if not more fascinating, than what we discussed today. If the topic ideas, mm-hmm. let us know. Exactly. Bye. Bye, everyone. Bye. Hiya. Thanks for listening to our podcast, Fufara. Our listeners' input is so essential to our show, kind of like dairy. Unless, of course, you are vegan or lactose intolerant. Um, on second thought, that was a bad example. Anywho, please email us your ideas, your thoughts, your Fufara to fufara.theworld at gmail.com. By the way, for copyright purposes, the name of the catchy tune we use in our intro is called Mouthful of Diamonds by Fantagram. 